Why is it so spicy? A ranking was done of the states with the spiciest foods, the spiciest cuisines, and then states were asked whether they thought they could handle spicy. Now, here's the issue. It's twofold. AJ and McCall at VFX is that they didn't release the rankings for all 50 states. They only released the top five. And Utah is surrounded by some of the spiciest cuisine. So the question is, does the state of Utah think it can handle spicy food? No. I was kind of leaning that way as well, because when I think of Utah cuisine, you don't really think of being blown away on the spice level. No, I think more like, look, Utah, okay? I love you. But I think more like jello salad, potato salad, macaroni salad. I, I think of a lot of potatoes and salad. That's really what comes to mind for me. Yeah, basically you get a lot of like potatoes and then you throw mayo on it and then ta-da, it's a salad. Like... I'm a I'm a very big fan of of this though, but mayo is not spicy. No. Miracle Whip is spicy. I'm just kidding, but you know you know what I mean. This is that's that's the common that's consensus. Probably, okay, that's probably the answer that I needed. Yeah, that that probably sealed it. Yeah. For the record, the spiciest cuisines, the top five spiciest cuisines in uh, state by state is Louisiana, Texas, yes. New Mexico, California, and Arizona. That does not surprise me. No, none of them do. And again, therefore, surrounded by that cuisine, except for basically Louisiana, obviously. Right. And the states that had, uh, have the higher than average tolerance of spice were New Mexico, Louisiana, Texas, Arizona, California, and then New York. Oh, um, I, you know, there is a lot to be said about spices. I cannot handle like Cajun spices. I don't know why. It's like dry to me. I can't handle it. Well, see, that's what's interesting about this, because I feel like if you ask the state, so many people are like, yeah, I like spicy. I think spicy's good. And then they're like, oh, I'm, I'm done. After jalapenos, I'm tapped out. Yep. <laughs> it's not spicy. Oh, they are, though. No. They're very spicy. They, they're just. They're mega spicy. In the real world, they're just added as enhancers. You just put them on oh. things to just get a little kick. That's what they, it's like adding hot sauce to stuff. It's not spicy. It's just a little kick. So I don't I, even have hot sauce in my fridge. Like, I mean, I have, sir, I think I have sriracha in my fridge, disturbing. but I only use it as like an add in. Like I've used maybe this much. That's like not even an inch no, of the I top use, part. I use more than that for a meal. You're crazy. That's <laughs> too much. I like spicy. <sighs> I, I, look, I'll tell you right now. It, you start state by state, and then you say you like spicy. You go international? Whew. No. No, I don't mm. say I like spicy. Mm -mm. I don't. I, I'm just telling you. Indian food, uh, I know sp specifically there's definitely Jamaican food, some African countries. Ooh. Dude, there's a uh, there's a Himalayan restaurant on Main Street that just opened up. I mean, no, I'm not being paid for anything. Their food? delicious it's so good but they we had a big group of people that were with us when we were trying it and they were like will you please avoid any spicy things because nobody here can handle it so we had like i don't know 10 ish entrees they were all delicious so good, so good. Check that one out. just as an update just so you know okay if you were to do something one of a kind even if you had other opportunities for the rest of your life like let's say go to space mm -hmm. i tell you what even i who would try to be humble about most things. No, it's getting worked into every conversation. Doesn't matter whatever's happening, I would work it into every possible conversation. Yeah. Hi, yes, I'm AJ Knight. Yeah, I have been to space. Oh, you did now? Oh, it was amazing. See, that's how that would go. If I was able to go to space, I would definitely not 
not work it into every conversation possible. True. Been a freaking space. Right. Especially, AJ McCall at VFX, if you were the youngest person ever to go up to space. Now, look, we can all examine the fact that it is very concerning that all the richest people in the United States are trying to build their own space companies and get the heck out of here. Right. Or we can examine the fact that we found out, sort of, who is going to be the last person on Jeff Bezos' rocket. Now, if you remember, it's him, his brother. He invited that uh, 82-year-old Wally Funk who was, uh, she flew a ton of miles. She wanted to be an astronaut, never was able to get in. Yep. And then they sold the fourth seat for, I think it was like 32-something million dollars. It's an 18-year-old. Some rich guy bought it for his kid. Now, this kid, obviously, if his dad can spend that kind of scratch, is going to have a lot of opportunities in his life that we are never going to have. I'm 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 curious. There's a ton of things I'm curious on because I got the email I got about it was like, oh hey, yeah, this random 18 year old's going now because the 30 million dollar purchaser was like, oh sorry, I can't make it. Forfeit. Oh, is that what it was? I, that's what I had read. Oh, that's you what are the correct. that's sorry. what the message had said, and so I was like, the runner up got it. So it, 28 million. Oh my, my bad. bad. Sorry. But still, okay. Sorry. Look, if you're gonna make a 30 million dollar purchase, are you not gonna check your itinerary first? Uh, see, like. Excuse me, sir. See, I the cannot way that works, go. McCall, is the way my bank account works is I got to transfer the money from the checking from the savings, from the to, savings the to the checking, and, then, and it uh, takes a couple days. Well, I just I'm I'm shocked at this because it's like, oh, sorry, I had something come up, and by people I was going to be having this meeting with, obviously don't understand that thirty million dollars is just w- w- a drop in the bucket. Also, um, when AJ sent me this, it was typed out eighteen year old in spice and so i was really like about spice it only made sense i figured i figured we'd be talking about spices and so i was like okay what's spicy the fact that this guy who dropped 30 million dollars cannot hop on a spaceship and fly away like you bought that bud Maybe you just decided it wasn't worth it. As somebody just a who convenience, you'd be like, sorry, sorry, Jeffrey Bezos, I'm not going to give you thirty million dollars. As somebody who is not really great with money, has not been in the past, I understand buying things and then never using them. Thirty million dollars, though. That's some. That's something else. Oops. How did this eighteen year old get twenty eight million dollars? His dad bought the seat. Oh. So Darn you, he's a physics student, so I will I will tone down my okay. snarkiness no, a little good. bit because it seems like there's a reason he wants to go up there. But again, so my point is like, he's going to have opportunities we're never going to have. Yeah, obviously incredible, Obviously, could throw around that kind of scratch. Yeah, good for him. That being said, as obnoxious as I think he can be stereotypically in my head, don't know the kid, I I don't care whether I like the guy or not. If he is a stereotypical rich snob, I would work being in space any way possible into every conversation ever. I was thinking initially, I was like, I don't know how to put this on my resume. It's going on my resume. Like, AJ Knight, morning show host. I've been to space. Been to space. <laughs> wow, so you've got, like, bankrolls then. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and you're hired. However I can do it, I'm just going to work it in a conversation. Like, man, it's really cramped here. What, did you see? Would you say we need more space? Speaking of space, did you guys know that space. I have been to space? Yeah, it's reasonable. Any way possible, I'm working it in. It's reasonable. <laughs> that being said, you're also probably not going to get called a girl if you decided to make the trip to space because that's not going to be an easy task for your body to handle getting off the Earth's gravitational Oof, pull. I don't like that.
One listener, though, ran into an issue because they didn't have time to inspect an appliance at home that broke. A man after my own heart for the Automatrix Group debated date with AJ and McCall on VFX sent us this message. Hey, AJ and McCall, I made scrambled eggs this morning uh, before work. I put the eggshells in the garbage disposal and it wouldn't work. So as I'm messing with the sink with my phone light trying to fix it, I have no idea what to do. I'm Googling it. I'm hitting the red reset button. Nothing happens. So I unplugged it, left a note for my wife and son. Because I'm useless when it comes to home repair. Okay. And I'll tell you what, $5 says that my wife has it fixed by the time I get home. So I go into work and I'm talking to some coworkers and they say, wow, call yourself a man? You couldn't figure that out? And I thought, no. Like, what do I care if I can pay someone to paint or fix the garbage disposal? What does it matter? Please tell me that you feel the same way. Look, you're talking to the right person. Anything breaks in my house? Why do you think I live in an apartment? So I can call someone to take care of it. I have I have very many thoughts on this. Like I don't feel like it makes you like you whatever. You're still a man. It doesn't change anything. I don't know where this fragile idea of masculinity came from, but whatever. It's existed the entire time that men has existed. It's dumb. It's dumb. It doesn't it doesn't make you less of a human being if you can't figure out how to fix this thing. It's no, fine. Personally, if and- you can pay somebody to do it, pay somebody to do it. Yeah. Personally, it takes this with a grain of salt because I also can't fix anything. I believe it is very uh, much more. I don't know, courageous sounds too too strong of a word. Yeah, but just to be able to admit. Yeah, I hey, don't know. I don't know how to do this. That's fine. Too many people don't admit that they have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's so, true. Whatever, and I don't, you just don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. Cars, nothing for you. Like anything that you want me to do with my hands, I'm useless. And I'll tell you right now, I'm useless. Yeah. And I'm doing you a favor because we can be mad at me because we're like, oh, AJ, how did you never learn? I don't know. But I'm also doing us a solid by not wasting anybody's time. Because they're not going to be like, hey, can you do this? And I'm going to make it worse. I have no idea. My question, just out of pure curiosity for both men and women, is do you feel, let's say, let's call it 75%. I feel like that's a good success rate. It's a very good passing, solid passing grade. Is there a 75% comfort level for women, uh, women for your men and men in yourselves to fix Something basic that breaks in the house. I'm just curious because maybe we'll find out with the Thermo Fisher poll today that it's not up there. The majority of people don't feel confident they can fix anything. And then it's like, okay, well, now the majority of people don't feel confident they can fix it. So what are we supposed to do? You just have a special set of abilities. Stop degrading others. You jerk. So within, let's say, 75 to 100% that you could fix basic things, the garbage disposal, I don't know, the water heater, something, something basic breaks in the house. I don't know if those are basic examples. This is me demonstrating more ignorance. But <laughs> women, do you feel confident? Your men, men, do you feel confident you could do it? Thermo Fisher poll of the day could uh, vote on Utah's VFX on our Instagram story that you could fix a basic thing around the home. The answer for me, absolutely not. AJ, can you fix this? Great. All right, I'm going to look at Best of Northern Utah and figure out who the best person is to fix this. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I have all the respect for people Men, women, whoever can work with their hands. It's a skill that I never had or will have. Just will not be something that I ever put into my repertoire. But I just never understood this. Like, I thought about this actually a lot recently before we got this mess- listener uh, message from this listener. It's like, what? Like, what, how did we determine what this these levels of quote unquote manhood were? Because they were just like arbitrarily picked. 
and they're stereotypical in nature generally, and it's like, that's it. I'm like, why did you get to pick that that's what it was? This is literally something that I could talk about day in and day out, over and over and over again. Uh, basically, it's just, it's it's a dumb, uh, I can't even remember what it is that I, my my typical phrase that I use with it. It's just a thing that's, con- it's a social construct that's just been given to us by the powers that be, if you will, whoever's taking our money right now. Oh, let's just uh, let's just bank on today. Today was the day. Flutter was like, you know what? We're better than this. No. Yeah. Right. No. Stranger Bridget in Florida, not with AJ and McCall. VFX three headlines, please. Hey, headline number one: Some guy got arrested for fighting an alligator. To quote, teach it a lesson. It'll learn. What was it's, the le- it's You gonna go learn. learn today, alligator. Yep. Jeez. Yep. Oh, so there's uh, there's story wait, one. Wait, was it a lesson like for the alligator? Or so you, you, said, you said he was a teacher, right? Or was it a no, lesson? No, he was teaching. He was teaching, teaching it oh, a okay, lesson. Sorry. Okay, teaching. I was like, was this a class thing? Because no, honestly, was if that was the a Florida lesson. story, it wouldn't surprise me. Quote, unquote. Because how you beat your gator. And then we got story number two. A suspicious package locked down a bridge for three hours on Saturday. It was a liposuction machine. Whoops. Because, you know, those are just roaming around. I accidentally lost my liposuction machine. I mean, I appreciate the care and concern that obviously the bomb squad puts into that. But right. Those stories are always funny. I know. It's very weird. <laughs> and then story number three, some guy got arrested for breaking into a stadium trying to steal 29 beers. It's very oddly specific. If you were going to break, like... Off, I would think. I, I would think there's probably not a ton of staff that's working there if it's not being used. The stadium, I would say, but I would think there's some. Probably. Would it, would it be easier still to just if you had to commit a theft of beers to go to like a Walmart or something? I mean, yeah, not that we're condoning it, but yes. No, just if you had to do it. Yes. I don't think a stadium is where I would go. Nah. Wow. Interesting. Just think somewhere, someone. Thought to themselves, at least in an internal monologue, Gator needs to be taught a lesson. All right. Today's the day, Gator. That's right, Gator. AJ McCall for the Stranger Bridgel in Florida, not on VFX. Like, Vern, what even lesson are they going to teach a Gator? Oh, I'm sure they're so intelligent. He probably learned right off the bat. You know, like, hey, I guess I won't mess with humans anymore. <laughs> you would hope, right? All right, three. Yeah, the guy. Go ahead. The guy's an idiot. Yeah, oh, for sure. There's. I mean, you don't get featured in Florida and generally are not an idiot. <laughs> three, oh, that's true. Three full stories, please recall. Okay, so we got story number one, which involves a guy named Bubba. He got arrested yesterday after he stole a small alligator and was seen fighting it on the street. Now, when the police showed up to say, hey, bud, you can't punch alligators, he said he was, quote, trying to teach the alligator a lesson. No word on what the we- what the lesson is. There's literally four question marks next to this. So they don't know either. <laughs> that's so appropriate. The guy's name is Bubba. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, so fair. he also told them that he had jumped the fence into its enclosure and had to wrestle the gator for a while <laughs> to hop it over the fence and then take it. He gave me the side eye. Yeah. So it sounds like it's okay and the gator is back home now, but they said it is a relatively small gator. It is four to five feet long. So it's it's not big. <laughs> I mean that's yeah, big right. me. I know. Yeah, me too. I'm just thinking the same thing. Like, oh yeah, that's not I'm yeah, I'm not scared whatsoever. <laughs>
basic, typical 3 a.m. street fight with an alligator. There's story number one. Then we got story number two. An abandoned liposuction machine was a, quote, suspicious package that closed down a very busy bridge for over three hours. Because someone called the police, said, yep, there's a very mysterious metal box near a pillar it looks very suspicious and so they called the cops the cops showed up the bomb squad showed up took about three hours and then they were like yep yep it's a it's a liposuction machine (laughs) again i'm very thankful for the dedication of the bomb squad in these situations but it's always hilarious when that's they're not bombs it's like oh yeah it's a it's a liposuction machine And then we got story number three. Some guy got arrested after breaking into a stadium and attempting to steal 29 beers. It's a very oddly specific number, if you ask me. Yeah, it is. He came with a black bag and a box. Looks like he was prepared to keep them cold. Uh, Loading these 29 (laughs) beers into a cooler. He was confronted by the stadium security. uh, Leaving his beers behind. Now, when he was located a short time later in the stadium parking lot by the police, he admitted to the theft, and he told the police he did it because, quote, the door was open. What? What does that even mean in a stadium? I, it's there. It's a gaping hole. Like, you literally <laughs> walk through it. It's There's no... I guess this means I'm allowed I, in. I guess I can go in. He was later released on a $3,500 bond, also known as less money than he would have paid for the beers if he had bought it in the stadium. So there you go. Three crazy stories. But how do you arrive at 29? That's I don't just know. That's a weird number. That's what I was thinking. Maybe he drank on, one. Seriously, if, you're gonna, if, if you honestly ran on stealing beer, he'd steal as much as he could. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I, yes. I really think maybe it was a 30-pack and he just drank one. I, I don't know. Still a 30-pack and then we hide. I guess that's possible. It's always always an option. All right, Vern. Uh, I, think, I think we can eliminate number two. Yes, I agree. I, I think people lose liposuction machines all the time. Pretty common, actually. So, Quite common, yeah, common. Yeah, so, honestly. Uh, I, know it, it, I know it's obvious, but I think it's number one. Yes, so do I. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bubba yep. and an alligator? Yep. Come on, that's got to yep. be Florida. Yep, yep. The guy climbed in there, wrestled it. Nobody said anything. Brought it back out, wrestled it some more. I'm in. <laughs> uh, number one. McCall, is it how we teach our alligators lessons? It is. Congratulations, yeah! Bird. We've got you hooked up with a Johnny O. Spudnuts gift card, and then we've got you qualified for the Logan Lanes gift card at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay, sounds good. Look, I'm not saying that all movies are accurate, but Mama said alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush, and I think slapping them around a little bit ain't actually going to solve that problem. Yeah, probably not. You're just going to create a super angry alligator. going to be mad. just going to lash out at everybody. So angry. Idiot. Vern was right, too. Of course his name was Bubba. His his last name, before we go any further, his name was Bubba Hodge. Yeah, right. Yeah. That tracks. 32. <laughs> Vern, that's the same age as me. <laughs> Vern wins Florida Not Odd VFX. Look, so many times McCall and I go through Florida Not, and we say, that, like we with the stadium story, right? Like, if you had to steal beer... Not that we condone stealing beer. Wouldn't you go somewhere with less attention? Yes. So maybe, just maybe, with a bonus Florida story with some absolute idiots, we could try this again and say, if you're going to commit a crime, maybe do just a little bit of research first. Yes. Let's put all that CSI and SVU and all those crime shows that are so popular for so long to the test and see if we have learned anything because constantly 
McCall and I are asking ourselves as we go through the Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX. Like, how? No, how, no you're stupid. <laughs> you're so stupid. That is what we are asking ourselves. Correct. You're so dumb. How do you not know how to do this even remotely a little bit better? So the first question, AJ McCall at VFX, if you were going to rob a place, oh. and again, we're not encouraging or saying you should do this. No. It's related to a story, which I will get to. The AJ McCall show never condones that. But if you were going to rob a place, what is the first thing you would do? Have a getaway car. That's That's a good answer. That's acceptable. What's the second thing you would do? Cover my face, question mark? That's fair. That's still not the one I'm looking for, but that's fine. You're correct thus far. Not walk in and say, hi, I'm McCall Taylor of the AJ McCall show on VFX. I'd like to rob your place. (laughs) That would generally be a good idea. My thoughts were you might case the joint a little bit. You might go walk around and explore. Look at the back exit. See what's there. What's the staff look like? Reason why McCall can't rob anywhere. (laughs) Because a couple of people, a couple of guys in Houston decided they're going to rob a truck. They're going to rob a food truck, McCall. Here's the problem. Not only does that food truck not accept cash for this exact reason, there are signs all over the place that says this food truck does not accept cash. I, guys, okay, never will I ever say anything to try and help you get out of a robbery. How dumb do you have to be, though, to assume that literally anywhere has cash right now? The answer, Banks idiots. included, okay? Idiots. Like, serious, if you guys you guys remember last year, it was like, yo, you can't use cash, right? Right. It's the whole thing. I'm going to a, am I going, is it at the concert? There was something that I got an email about that was like, this is a, yeah, it was about a concert. I'm going to the Garth Brooks concert tomorrow night. And there's literally a note in the email that says, this is a cashless venue. No cash is accepted. There you go. So, so therefore, I should be there to rob everybody. If you go and you try and rob everybody, you're going to be like, yo, can you Venmo me? Here's my Venmo. <laughs> At the McCall Taylor. Oh. So it's it's burglar. Burglar154 <laughs> <four. laughs> yeah, at gmail.com. The idiots in the, in the bonus floor dot city in Houston tried to rob the food truck. There was no cash. There are signs there's no cash because they decided the owners of the food truck specifically not to take cash for this exact reason. So the burglars broke into their office, made away with a laptop and iPad and 15 cases of lemonade. Wow. What a score. That's the biggest score. I got to be real with you, though. That 15 cases of lemonade is worth it. I have (laughs) gone and tried to find myself some gosh darn strawberry lemonade country time. It doesn't say what kind it is, so it may not buy that. Let me be specific, okay? I have not been able to find it for six months plus. I don't know if Country Time is having like a shortage right now, but like she upset she can't find Country Time strawberry lemonade. Look, I'm not saying I always assume that people that live more out in the country have to deal with wild animals, but I just assume McCall has to deal with wild animals. Oh, fair. So when I stumble across the story of what was found under one couple's bed, I'm like, hey, McCall, maybe you should look. Uh oh. I think everyone's favorite pastime, at least out here in the West, because I got a lot when I moved out here the two times I have, is to scare everyone about the things you made encounter. AJ McCall at VFX. When I moved to New Mexico, I was like, oh, man, you're totally going to run into scorpions. Like, watch out. Right. And then when I moved out here, everybody was like, pretty sure they got some big spiders out there. You better watch out. Now, I'm not saying they're not out here. Right. But I'm moving to an area of the country I've never lived before, so I just picture, like, it doesn't matter what I'm going to do. It's just me and the spiders in the household. And someday we're going to have to fight to establish dominance. Yeah. And it's me or them. It's true. You will. I... 
See? See? You're going to have to punch them. But at this point, it has not happened. I have not oh. encountered the spiders, and I never encountered scorpions in the year I lived in New Mexico. That's good. That being said, I do just, I kind of do the same thing. I assume if you live in the country, it's just automatically somehow, like, I don't know what it is. It's not like your house is built any different, but for some reason, animals are just able to figure their way out. Yes. They just invest the time, I guess. Yeah. So there was a couple in Georgia that decided that uh, there's something going on weird in this bedroom. Lift up the sheets under the bed, under the, under the bed, 18 snakes. That's, I don't like that. So I just assume you have snakes somewhere in your house right now. Or spiders. It's bold of you to assume. No, I do not. You had a skunk in your basement. I'm really going out on a limb here my saying there's some kind of bugs. Not, my skunk was not in my basement. It ended up going into the cellar in an outbuilding. Whatever. Basement, cellar. It was in some it's kind of structure. It's in a shed. There a are shed. birds that live in your walls. These freaking birds. See? Punch them right in their face. It's just so naturally progressing. <laughs> They're starlings and I hate them. Ugh. It's just naturally progressing. Right. Progressing. That spiders and or snakes are going to find their way in your house. We're just moving up step by step here. Good news. My bed currently literally on the floor. Like I have a mattress on the floor because guess what? My box spring, we put it up there before we like put the sheetrock and stuff up. So now in order for me to get my box spring down from my upstairs, I'm going to have to go get a hacksaw. I'm going to have to hacksaw this son of a gun and then cart it down the stairs because it won't fit out my window so now it's just like chilling in my office, which is great because it's kind of a sound barrier. So it like picks up some sound when I decide to talk into my microphone up there. Other than that, serves no purpose. Well, look, if it's stuck on the bed, not to say they can't get it, it's less likely you'll find snakes under the bed. Well, yeah, because it's attached to the floor. So that's that's a good plan. It's not going to last forever. And then that's when the snakes get you. Just <gasps> when you're like up, lifted it off the bed or lifted off the ground, snakes. Ah, danger. That's how they work. Dude, uh, I don't know how I would deal if I had a snake in my backyard. Like, I think sis would probably kill it immediately. I mean, I've seen what your dogs do to stuffed animals, so I'd feel confident that they'd, and, they'd, they'd give it a run for its money. And grasshoppers. Yeah. Sis oh, yeah. is a grasshopper, grasshopper hunter. Yeah, that's Man, true. she is she is a she is a hunter of all hunters when it comes to grasshoppers. The way she pounces, danger. Speaking of animals. One expert has gone out of a way to say, guys, we need to change one particular term when it comes to an animal of the ocean because we're hurting its feelings. Oh, no. Well, yeah, it's scary. I don't care if I hurt its feelings. Stay away from me. Oh, okay. Experts for sharks have decided, hey, guys, we need to, we really need to change something because we're starting to hurt sharks' feelings. Mm-hmm. H.A. McCall at VFX. No longer shall we be calling them shark attacks. We should be calling them negative encounters because, and I quote, they're not really attacks. They're like small, tiny bites or nibbles from small sharks that aren't really attacking us. I'm They're s- more so just curious. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, what's that one surfer's name, Bethany? What? Her arm is gone. It, it got eaten. Okay? I don't know what part of that is like, oh, it's a small nibble. Oh, it's but a flesh wound. No. No. That's an attack. Look. I am angry. How dare you? <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. The expert says, <laughs> the expert says, they don't have hands. They can really only explore with their mouth. They can bump stuff with their snoot. Look. They can use their tails. Sorry, I accidentally bit off your arm. <laughs> I can't. Like, why is this? Why? How is this an option? How is this like? Yeah, look, it was a, he accidentally bit your arm off. Okay, <laughs> sharks have feelings too. What's going no. on here? Um, um, no, no, I need some more than that. Um, um, um. 
I was aggressive. I watched the video. I watched the movie. It was a recreation, dramatic recreation, nonetheless. But but still, I'm bold what? of you to assume that the shark just walked up and was like, oh, I'm going to explore this. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I bit off more than I wanted. Have it back. No. To go straight to my hips. I'm glad exactly. you brought that up because if the shark, if the shark experts really want to change the perception of shark attacks, or whatever, tell them to stop making movies. Oh, I was just gonna say, tell the sharks to stop biting people. Well, they, I don't think they. Well, yes, yes. Look, if you want to, but if stop, the sharks didn't see that violence on television, they wouldn't know to emulate it. Last I checked, sharks don't speak English, so. Figure out what shark language is yeah, and then communicate and shark, it. Shark subtitles got to be nuts. Look, nom, 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 uh, nom, 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 nom. Wow, fascinating. I just think that if <laughs> when it comes down to these sharks knowing what the word shark attack means, the answer is not. They don't. They don't know what shark attack means, okay? It's a shark attack. There's not, I mean, yeah, it's a negative encounter if I lose my arm, but I, I don't, I just don't think this is a great idea. Apparently, apparently, uh, back in the early 1900s, people called them shark accidents or sharksidents, if you will. Ah, yeah. I accidentally ran into a shark out there. I know. Yeah, well, really I, unfortunate. I oftentimes often bite things down. I'm like, oh, sorry. I was just trying to figure out did, what you were. Did My they bad. just do it for insurance? Like, you got to call it an accident so that your insurance will file a claim on it? And it's like, oh, it was a shark attack. Oh, sorry. You're, you don't have shark attack insurance. Just shark accident insurance. I, no. Stop it. <laughs> we're not changing the name. It's an attack. Ironically... Because when the internet gives, it sometimes gives again. So you stumble across like, all right, so we need to call them shark negative encounters. Mm. Well, I'm missing one digit. Uh, I also was reading this and then right underneath it, it said, well, how to survive a shark attack. Now, I'm just saying <laughs> it didn't call it a shark negative encounter. But for the sake of shark's feelings, look, I'm glad that there's a a set of rules, supposedly. I just want to know. Like, is this really tried and tested? I feel like it's more so just made up on the spot. And yes. then you're like, hey, what did you do? I'm like, ah, it didn't work. I'm missing a leg. I'm like, all right, we'll go back and amend this. But heaven forbid you ever find yourself in a shark negative encounter. Oh, yeah. So we don't hurt the shark's feelings, AJ and McCall at VFX. But as we read about this change to, from shark attack to shark negative encounter, there was uh, tips to survive a shark attack, McCall, because, of course... It can happen. Yes, especially in Utah. So just oh, so you know, so keep your eyeballs open. Seriously. So uh, a couple of, the, let's get the dumb ones out of the way. Perfect. Uh, first of all, don't panic. Panicking won't put shark into predatory mode. Well, that's fair. It's reasonable, but I don't know how to not panic when I'm being attacked by a shark. <laughs> I've never done it before, <laughs> but I'm going to say I know. <laughs> that was one. Number five. I'm just going to read the whole thing. Swim to shore, get help. After a shark bite, all of that splashing, commotion, and blood could attract other sharks that might be nearby. So get to solid ground, stop the bleeding, and get medical help. Good idea. Come on. It's so easy. That's a great idea. I'll do that next time. Thank you. (laughs) One of the tips. So make eye contact and be assertive. According to shark experts, sharks respect assertiveness. Excuse me, sir. I'm in charge here. And I don't appreciate you attacking me. Listen is that here, how you, you do it? Listen here, you idiot. Check it out, numb nuts. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I just, 
How are you supposed to be assertive? Let me say this in a tone you can understand. Splish, splash, splish, splash. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? How are you? Okay. I like these. I like these tips. Keep going. What else we got? <laughs> just really one more. Just kick it past. Listen here, numb nuts. <laughs> I just don't know what else you're supposed to say. I, how do you be assertive with a shark? Like, do you have to go underwater and scream? Do the roar. Like, that's that's all I hear. The last one says, if the shark does attack, fight back. No, duh. Punch and attack the shark however you can. Oh, you know what? I just thought I would play dead. Eventually, he'll get bored with me and be like, ah, it stinks. Ah, dang it. It's like sis with grasshoppers. Sis ends up get, killing a grasshopper, and she's just like, "Nah, I'm bored. This is it." <laughs> I think if you, I think if you just play dead, it'll go away. Next time I go to the aquarium, I'm gonna get kicked out because I'm gonna go around and assert my assertiveness over sharks. Listen here, numb nuts, do a flip. <laughs> here's, Come on. Here's here's what I'm uncertain on. Okay, what animals are you supposed to play dead for? Because I know there are some that it's, it's like the bear, right? Uh, question mark? I don't know. Are you supposed to play dead for a bear? I feel I like if so. you play dead for a bear, it's going to pick you up and throw you. It'll be like, uh, <laughs> cool. A I'm new pretty, toy. Thanks, mom. I'm pretty sure it's a bear. And I don't know, other man. Than, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just go with numb nuts for everything. <laughs> just pop <laughs> yourself out. Zoom <laughs> numb nuts. <laughs> Problem solved. I'm going to wear floaties in the ocean now so I can make myself bigger to a shark. Are you an astronaut in the ocean with, yeah, your, exactly. with your floaties in the ocean? Cool. <laughs> Be assertive to a sh- be assertive. <laughs> I want to. I, I don't know how to be myself from this situation. I don't know how to be assertive on land. You think I'm going to be able to be assertive <gasps> in the water with a shark? With a shark? The answer's no. Oh my god! Just count me dead. But don't worry, it's just a negative encounter. You know, like when you bump into someone and they're a little bit rude. It's the same exact thing, 100%. except a lot more teeth in an area that they dominate because I can't swim very well, <laughs> and they could just nom me in one bite. Yeah, it's all the same. It's fine. <laughs> A negative encounter is running into someone who parks like the people we get for park narks. Yes. That's a negative encounter. Yes, it is. Because they get out and they go, that's fine. Yep. Make sure you vote for which one's the most annoying. We're going to get some last minute jokes in here in about six minutes on VFX, but it's pinned at the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. The a negative encounter, again, is the type of people we experience in park narks. It's a negative encounter to see people park like that, get out of the vehicle and go, yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, that's fine. Log off. No big deal. Those are the type of people you're like, eh, maybe you should have to be put in a position to be aggressive with a shark. Don't yeah. call them the... <laughs> Jay McCullough VFX. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Nominee number one, if I park like this, it makes my car look bigger. Sure does. Toyota parked across a uh, special needs spot into another spot and possibly really getting a good look at the forest as it looks like it's even off the... The uh, asphalt. Yep. Nominee number two, I think the best comment was, uh, let me give them their credit here. Casey said, uh, number two reminds me of a male peacock spreading its tail feathers to attract a mate. Yes. Because it's a very gorgeous vet who decided for whatever reason that its doors needed to be wide open and left exactly that way. Looks great. No clue, In theory, I don't understand what's going on no here. No idea. I mean, that's going to attract some tension. Now you left the doors open? Yeah, sure. I'll poke, poke my head around. See what's going on. Excuse me? <laughs> Vote for which one is the most annoying. We'll tally up the votes. And, of course, the winning Narker is going to receive an award for finding the worst parking spot in Cache Valley. That could also be you. You see bad parking. Take a picture safely. Submit it to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX.
We're going to dive a little deeper into relationships. Is there one phrase that signifies that someone is a major player? Ooh. Can you give appliances as gifts? Mm. That's all for the debate today. Less than 10 minutes on VFX. Now, getting a gift for someone else should be noted is a good thing, right? Yeah. So there should already be positive points moving in that direction. But, but, one listener sent us a message and it's catching some flack for the gift that they bought their wife. AJ McCall for the Automakers Group Debate at 8 on VFX says, uh, AJ McCall, my wife turned 40 on Monday and for her birthday got her the best gift, a Dyson cordless vacuum. I know she's been wanting one and when I saw it on sale over the weekend, I knew I had to get it. I had my daughter wrap it with a bow. We gave it to her at a birthday barbecue. And when she opened it, she did not look pleased. Oh, I no. said, but you've wanted one for so long. And she said, not for my birthday. Birthday gifts are supposed to be fun and something to spoil me. A vacuum is something we buy with a gift card or saved money. Am I a jerk for getting my wife a vacuum for her birthday? I don't know why you had to bring it to us. I mean, really, <laughs> it, her reaction could have told you it all. Like he's gonna go back, and be like AJ McCall said, I'm not a jerk, so you need to appreciate this. No, uh-uh. <laughs> don't her, put us in the line of fire. Her, her reaction literally said it all. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. Look, I'm somebody who, like, I was really grateful when we got. I don't remember what it was. Appliances. I think we got like a washer and dryer for like, I don't know, an anniversary, a birthday, something. Right. And I was grateful for it because it was like, surprise here. It's expensive, you know, but it's an appliance, right? Yeah. I get springing the cash and being like, wow, this was a really expensive vacuum. Obviously, her love language is gifts. You didn't speak it very well. I mean, here's a gift. Clean the house. (laughs) See, that's that's what my general approach is for a long time, because that's what I feel like. Like, if you're going to get something that is an appliance, if you give it as a gift, I feel like what you instill is, to me, how it comes across is, I'm giving this vacuum to you because it is, like, you use it more often than not. And that may be true or not, sure. but it also feels like it puts the onus of, like, you have to use it the most. Right. As opposed to what you said, where, like, if you're going to get a new vacuum or a washer and dryer or a dishwasher or whatever, it is, it's an us purchase, and I guess you could, if you're cool with it, Write it off as an anniversary or whatever if you wanted to. Homeboy, it's her 40th birthday. It's her 40th birthday. How did I skip that part? I, I'm stuck. Okay. No. No. Absolutely not. She's not feeling great about herself already. Turning 40 years old. I'm sure she's probably like, womp womp. Oh, well, my husband's present's going to be, what is this? Like, it did not It did not uplift the mood whatsoever. Right? If you guys had communicated beforehand, hey, would you like a vacuum for your birthday? And she said, yeah, that would be great. That would be one thing. I would assume, though, you didn't based on her reaction. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to guess not either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vern's on the phone. Uh, Vern, what do you think? Is this is this dude a jerk? Is this guy an idiot for buying his wife the vacuum cleaner? In my situation, um, no, because that's what my wife asked for. That's what she gets. Yeah. You know, I mean, she wanted a camp chef one time mm-hmm. for Christmas. You know, not birthday, but Christmas, you know, and so she got the camp chef. Um, she's like, I'm tired of cooking in this frying pan. I want a frying pan. Yeah, that's fair. So one of her gifts, she got a frying pan. And the guy at Walmart actually went, uh, yeah, make sure you choose a heavy one so she can hit you with it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, you know, I said, you're giving her a present of a frying pan. <laughs> what my wife wants, she gets. 
and I think that thought counts, but I think the important distinction. So for me, respect what you say, Vern. Of course. I'm still never going to do it. I will not. I don't care how bad she wants a frying pan, how bad she wants a vacuum cleaner. Those will not just be like birthday presents because to me it feels a little bit like a cop-out. But I think the important distinction that McCall made earlier was the love language thing. Yes. Because I remember, and this probably, this shades I think my attitude towards it, but I remember being in middle school and it was one summer I was doing like aerobics with my mom, just trying to stay active. And we were doing like the step ones, right? Where you step up and you step to the left. Uh So she had one step. I think, or she used the fireplace, and then we used my stepdad's toolbox. Needless to say, he wasn't okay with that. Right. So her birthday came around because her birthday's in the summer, and he bought her like an actual no, step. No, he she, did not. She was not happy about it. Dude, I wouldn't be happy about it either. It, what it comes down to, dear listener who is trying to figure out if you are in the wrong or not, is the communication. You need to communicate it. If you had said, hey, do you want a vacuum cleaner for your birthday? And she said, no. Or if she was hesitant, if there is hesitation, it's a no. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's like obvious to anybody else, but like if she goes, I mean, that would be nice. That's a no. (laughs) That is a hard no. (gasps) That's everything you needed. So are you a jerk? Uh, maybe just more so misguided, not so much jerk. No, you were very <laughs> thoughtful in the process of it because she has said that she wanted this, but now you got to buy her something else. So yes. Speaking of jerks, McCall, prepare to pass judgment because a friend of mine who is dating uh-huh. ran into a phrase that she told me as a girl. This phrase indicates that the dude is an absolute player. Okay, and I had no idea, but I got to tell you. I think she's on to something. Okay. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who was apparently messing around on a dating app while we were uh, texting back and forth. Uh-huh. And she let me know. She was text. She was flipping through profiles, and she lands on this guy that she had matched with, AJ McCall for the Automations Group Debate Date on VFX. And this guy and her, so they start messaging back and forth, right? And uh-huh. she says, there's not a lot on this guy's profile. I was like, well, I mean, what do you expect? To f- it's online dating. Like, you you we know you. We know what you're mostly picking for. I don't think you're going like personality off the top of the bat, right? Like ask some questions. Apparently, the guy pretty early on said, "Well, what do you want to know? I'm kind of a private person." Mm, no. And my friend said, "Done." And I was like, "That was it? What done? Because he just he's private. What like what does that mean?" She said, "Oh, private people. When people say I'm a private person, what they're really saying is I'm a player and I'm just covering up for myself." And I said, "No, that that quickly. You're just like that. Point A, point B, done." Mm. it's hard because like nowadays everybody's pretty open with things um it's fair now i know for a fact there are people in my life that are very private people and that's just that's how they are and he's running around apparently no because it's dustin he's very dustin's a very he likes to be very private he doesn't love when we like talk about him and stuff. Oh, and let's keep doing that then. <laughs> no, but but it, it's I would never. I don't know. I feel like that's that's. I think for the most part, depending on how old he is, yes. Ooh, age is a good. Point. Age is a good point. It's a good point because like if you're younger, you're posting literally everything on the internet. So I I texted an, another. I have two very close 
friend girls. I texted the other one, and I was like, do you do you find this to be the case, too? Because I was like, all right, this is interesting. Uh-huh. If someone says they're a private person, they're a player, they said, meh, hit or miss. So the big thing for me is I check their social media. Yes. If it's pretty open, not to say that you can't do anything, but that's that's something that you know is a, usually in a, in the green light. If it's something where they have limited social profiles or stuff is limited, stuff like that, yeah, that's a red flag for me. I had to tell you when so I was interesting. when I was in college, I was dating this girl. Was, we had a long distance thing, but she flew to Lafayette a couple of times. She had no social media ever. Okay. Great. I was I was in college a, a minute ago, uh-huh. but I'm talking. So I graduated in 2014. This is probably like 2012 ish. Yeah. So like at that point, pretty much everybody that age had moved on to Facebook for the most part. Yeah. And I always thought it was so weird. Because she was just like, no, I just don't have it. I was like, How, who doesn't have at least a Facebook? You know, it's it's really interesting, but like there are some people who just don't like it. Like Dustin, for instance, he does not like, he doesn't, he will not, like Facebook dies tomorrow. That's it. I'm he will not point. get another social media account. That's it. Not really going to be too hurt about that either, honestly. I mean, but no, no I hear but you. but he like he doesn't have an Instagram. He doesn't have anything like that. He just he doesn't like it. Yeah, but I think Dustin's background and his family. I think once you find that out contextually, it makes a little bit more sense. I mean, yeah, but it's it's very much like I don't know. I feel like it's just it depends on age and it depends on like personality type of type of a thing. But I understand where your friends coming from with. Uh, wanting to keep things very secretive and very private. I just think it's kind of a, like, I'm not saying you can't be private. Like, I, no. I, don't, I don't mind my anonymity either. Right. But I mean, it, there, there's, is it, am I wrong saying, like, there's something kind of shady about just the statement, I'm a private person? It's like, every, that line is in every serial killer movie ever. <laughs> that person, somebody says they're like, yep, they've got bodies in the basement. There's oh no gosh. way. That's what that's code for. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone the way of player, but it totally makes sense. The social media one just stands out to me because of my experience. Because the girl, the girl that I was dating, her name was Taylor, actually. Uh huh. Um, she said that uh, like there was a, she used to tell me the story that she used to get free tacos from this one restaurant because she and all she would tell me is because of the way she walked. There was a there was somebody in there that would give her free tacos, quote unquote, because of the way she walked. That's I was weird. like that. Yes, That's that was my sentiment too. A little suspicious. I agree. But again, it was long distance, so it had its limitations, and it right. obviously didn't work out. So you know, it's not my problem anymore. But it's always something I was like. That, the no social media thing, a little bit weird if you ask me. I don't know. A little bit weird. You know, maybe it's a, maybe, obviously they've they've cut off communication. Your friend has cut off communication with this person, but maybe it leads to a different, a more open conversation. You know, maybe it does. And maybe it's just, it's just a no. I thought it was fascinating. I tend to kind of lean with my friend i'm like yeah i could see that i mean i i'm pretty sure i don't remember ever saying like i'm a private person but in my early days of running around here yeah it's about it tracks it tracks for me personally at least so i can see it i can see it i was thrown off though that it was just that simple but i mean let's be honest guys ladies a little bit more intelligent than us sometimes when it comes to stuff (laughs) like that probably more often than sometimes actually but make the decision for yourself thermo fisher poll today just the same thing I am a private person, mean that they're uh, kind of a player. My friend says yes. Thermo Fisher Scientific Poll of the Day. It's going to be on our Instagram, Utah's VFX. Go there and vote for yourself. I'm call. Yeah. We have t-shirts. Announcement. 
Surprise! They're brand new with a new logo and everything. Random question. Okay. So they're new t-shirts. They're made fresh. That probably means they need to be broken and obviously maybe just maybe a little bit itchy, right? Because they're brand new. So two-part question. One, I think I know the answer. The second one is maybe we should go out of the way and wash the shirts ourselves. Okay. That's after the new one from Ed Sheeran in about six minutes on VFX. Bad Habits, brand new Ed Sheeran on VFX. Stream us online anytime, utahsvfx.com. And you know what's funny is I heard him do an interview about that, and he talked about how they were like, okay, what bad habits are you talking about? And he specifically related it to food. He was like, he goes, he goes I learned that I needed to change what I did when I went out because like you have a salad for lunch or whatever. Next thing you know, you go out and you're like, Hey, one drink. And then one drink comes another drink. And then it's another drink. Then you're doing body shots. Next thing you know, you're going to Wendy's at 3am in the morning and it didn't matter what you did. Cause you made all these terrible decisions. Yeah. I like him. It's basically the answer I would expect from Ed Sheeran. Oh and yeah. He delivered. Absolutely. AJ McCall on VFX. So here's okay. So two part question. The first part I feel like is obvious. Okay. So do you, wash clothes after you like new clothes when you buy brand new clothes do you wash them before you wear them? Uh-uh. you do not no okay well, i probably should Nah, i don't really care like i'm literally wearing new pants and a new shirt right now and i bought them yesterday that's why you're sick we solved it we <laughs> how dare the you bottom of it. how dare the you the reason i ask is because i i'm trying to think but the last time i bought new clothes I, i'm pretty sure i just wear them but i don't remember yeah i don't buy clothes very often but so a couple of the stations in the building got t-shirts including uh-huh. us which we're gonna figure out how to give away. But we were taught we had a we have a meeting on Thursday where the people in charge of stations get together and we were talking about it. And someone asked in the meeting if everyone else had washed their shirts before they were gonna give them away. I have never in the history of my time in radio heard anyone ask that. Um, unless we have a washing machine here. No. Also, it's kind of hard because like there are people who have like allergies to certain laundry detergents. That's a good point. And so it's like you can't use a laundry detergent and then just assume. I was so thrown off. I was like, "What? Yeah, Is this a thing?" Like, but then I'm you don't want to be sure the guy that, that they're they're clean when we get them. I would assume. Like, I don't think they like breathe on them. They're like, "Ah, taco breath." <sighs> I I was confused. I was like, "All right, I got to ask this on the show cuz you don't want to be the guy that shouts out and everybody else is like, "AJ, you idiot." Yes, of course we do that. And I'm like, no. "All right, wait, I'm going to go see and ask Everyone else, if I'm an idiot. No, I don't think so. But like, yeah, no, that's a good point of the detergent. Also, I mean, if you want it back wrinkled, I got you covered because I'll, I can, right. the washing is not the difficult part. It's more so the getting it out of the dryer and folding it back again. That's the part that I would struggle with. Look, I love you. I don't do my own laundry. So I, I, you can ask Dustin how many a time I have turned his clothes pink. The answer, by the way, most recently, probably three months ago. We've been together for eight years. It's not very good. I have ruined many a shirt of Dustin's by turning it pink. That's bad. Uh, yeah. My uh, bad. All uh, right. So when we give away the VFX t-shirts, they're we, gonna be we pink. think they're pretty <laughs> You're welcome. We think they're pretty clean, but they haven't been washed. Do we have to say that? Like this hasn't just people just assume, right? Just if you want to wash your shirt, wash your shirt. I feel like if people want the people I'm just who saying, are that firmly, question yesterday totally threw me off. People, I was so taken aback. People who are firmly in the camp of I wash my clothes when I first buy them right. will consistently be in that camp. That's true. Always. Like that will they will never change. People who are firmly in the camp of me that's whatever. I don't care. I put it on my body. It was clean at one point. 
We'll meet you in the middle. We'll Febreze them. How about that? That good? Call it good? Copacetic. I don't want to buy Febreze. Oh, no. It's on the company dime, obviously. Duh. It's like knockoff I know Febreze. Someone who, I know someone who has access to the company credit card. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we give out advice all the time. Someone is thinking about making a vocational change. So qualified to talk about manual labor is this guy right here. That's right. <laughs> we, uh... I don't know that we've ever advised anybody on switching jobs. We've talked about like commutes and stuff in regards to just what people would do for dream jobs or whatever, but <sighs> pressure's ramped up in this one. AJ McCall at VFX. We got a message that says, AJ McCall, I'm debating switching jobs. I've been in my job for seven years. I work security. I'm very good at my job. I'm well-respected by my peers, and I genuinely like the work. However, the pay isn't great. The benefits get worse every year, and the company will try and save a dime any way they can, usually at the employee's expense. I have a job offer on the table. It's working in a warehouse. It's a very physical job, but it pays almost $6 an hour more than I'm making now. It's a union job with good benefits. Do I leave the job I like that I'm good at for a physically demanding job that pays more? Thank you in advance for your help. Now, I'm not the one that can tell you what your heart is telling you. Okay. I honestly, I think what you need to do in this situation is you need to go and approach your boss. You need to have a conversation. Maybe not necessarily say, hey, I need a $6 an hour pay increase, but hey, is there any way that we start higher 10? 10. Um, Maybe is there any way that we could get more, you know, money or whatever in that kind of a situation? Because yeah, it is strenuous as much as people want to say, you know, don't, don't do things that make you unhappy for the money. Sometimes money is like the stressful part of life, right? 68255 is the number text starter text with VFX. I operate under the principle that generally I feel like has been proven to be naive, but it's still a principle to me that if you are good at your job, you will be commended and rewarded for it. So if you work really hard, you will be promoted and receive pay increases, basically, it, usually what it comes down to. But for other reasons, people will take notice. I live by that principle. It's how I choose to establish my work ethic. So by that nature, I would, if you are respected by your peers, you like the work, you're good at your job. To me, the argument would be to at least if give a chance to make more money that way in terms of pay increase. Now, if the benefits of the issue, I don't know that you're going to be able to sit down and just talk to someone about raising the benefits. Right. You're so, definitely not going to, but raising in, in, in dollars, possibly. possibly. Now, Physical labor, I can tell you, is not a job that I would want. So if you think you can get through it, I mean, the question I think for me would be, I guess you got to think in terms of uh, longevity. One, how long you've got left till you retire. Two, how long you think you could do the warehouse job. Um, three, if you decided to take the pay increase for a little bit and then go back to something else, could you go back to security once you maybe pocketed some more cash for a little bit and, and took advantage of those benefits? And then I think four, ultimately, the decision is how much could you take both places? How much could you take not being appreciated while doing what you like versus how much could you take working somewhere you don't think you're going to like is going to be physically demanding but making more money? It's a balancing act. Yeah. Those are the questions I would ask myself in terms of doing that. That being said, if it was me, I think I would, depending on your age, I think I would chase the cash for a little bit personally. A little bit short-sighted, I think, still of me, but that's what I would do. But those are the questions I think you got to answer to solve it. But would you 
Anybody got any advice for the guy looking to switch from security to working in a warehouse just because the benefits are lousy and he can make a lot more money? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. And, of course, you can always call 435-787-0945 to be on the AJ and McCall Show. AJ McCall at VFX. Friday means the conclusion to Park Knox, which was the worst parking spot in Cache Valley this week. And I got to tell you, before we go through the nominees again, this was way closer than I expected. Really? Yes. Okay. Nominee number one, if I park like this, it makes my car look bigger. Yeah, it does. Parking on a special needs spot and almost parking in the park itself off the asphalt, taking up two spots. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Not where you should be. Yeah, Exactly. Then we got the black peacock over in nominee number two. Uh, <laughs> sun's down, doors out. Mm-hmm. Vet taking up two spots, which again, McCall and I, maybe, maybe just maybe the reason it is a little bit closer because you and I both picked nominee number two is people people thought the same thing we did. You got a car like that, you can understand at least taking up two spots. For sure. Because you get a door ding on that beauty. Oh. It's not going to be not going to be a fun situation. Maybe that closed the gap. Maybe. But then you have both your doors open and walk away. I have I have no understanding. Car need air down. Here, what please take do? it. Yeah, seriously. I mean, twist my arm. Yeah. That being said, McCall and I both picked nominee number two. Now, our votes don't count. They're not meant to influence. It's just who we said we would vote for. And the winner is nominee number two, but it was what? only by about 11 votes. Wow. Which That's is really nuts. tight. Yeah. I thought for sure you and I were on the same page, like, this one's terrible. The vet was going to run away with it. But again, maybe people were like, well, look, you're going to take up two spots when you got a gorgeous car like that. Yeah. And there's nobody parked next to him, so we get it. It's just the doors thing we can't figure out. Yeah, it doesn't really make much sense to me. No. Congratulations to the Narker, the one who caught this photo. They win a Johnny O. Spudnuts gift card. You want to play Park Narks? Safely take pictures of bad parking. Send them into our social media Utah's VFX. Monday, two more nominees will go head-to-head for the worst parker in Cache Valley, and they could be your nominee. Again, yeah. Utah's VFX, all social media. It's Lil Nas X. It's here on VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette. What did you share that we think, yeah, that's good, we need that. Put it on the VFX Facebook page. If you're friends with AJ Knight, you're friends with McCall Taylor, we're going to find something great. Yeah, we will. So what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Amy's post. It says, wow, I wonder why I have such a bad headache. My body. You haven't had plain water in over 36 hours. Your sleep schedule is non-existent. You barely ate a meal today. Me, sipping iced coffee. Interesting. <laughs> That's fair. I landed on my friend Taylor. It's a picture of Samwise Gamgee from The Lord of the Rings crying when the, uh, Frodo told him to leave. It says, me, a millennial, getting called a boomer by a teen. Ah, you don't mean that. You don't mean that. <laughs> Oh man, I hate that. You can win. Yay! The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media, just like AJ and McCall, AJ A N D M C C A L L. It's our names with the word and in between it. Yes, it is. Utah's VFX, if you find bad parking, get it in for partners because you win prizes and be a hero because heroes clean up the valley. Yes, they, they care do. for their community. Yes, they do. AJ Shift 7 McCall, that's AJ Ampersand McCall, uh, Shift 7 on the keyboard, because we have the podcast, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere, find that stuff. Uh Friday means we do the after show, we'll be on Twitch, like, follow, find us there as we get more into stuff we can't do on the radio. What are we going to be doing? Simple as that. It's very, very, uh, very interesting. We all trailed off there, should be kind of suspicious. It is. Mega suspicious. It is.
I hate to break it to you, mega suspicious. And then let us all cheer for rain because it's a good thing. As my dad asked me yesterday, is it kind of hot there? Yeah, yeah, it's really hot there. Is it kind of dry? Yeah, it's really dry. You could really Google this, Dad. He really could have. I mean, yeah, but he and wanted I'm, to talk to you, AJ. Gosh, what a what a what a pain! Oh, I gotta talk just, to my dad. No, no. Next time, just ask me. Just flat out ask a more interesting question. Like, have you burst into flames yet? I'd be like, you know what? Conveniently, haven't. But there's smoke everywhere because of wildfires. Much Correct. more fun conversation. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Dub. So until Monday for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.